feels good to hear that music again won't, won't you agree mark don't you agree it feels good to hear that theme song again sundays really haven't hit the same in the past month and a half we need nah. to hear we need to hear substitute everything every sunday yeah. yeah absolutely uh welcome back to overly medicated the relapse episode bonus episode featuring myself we are your hosts justin and mark Yes, sir. Uh, it has been approximately about a month and a half since Euphoria season one uh, ended. There were many people that were disappointed, many people that were just ready for the next season. So many theories. Um, I think in our last episode, we went over a lot of the theories in our season recap. But uh, I just wanted to kind of come back because a lot of people were have been fiending for this next, you know, just any more overly medicated content as we wait the long hopefully we'll talk about this in a couple of minutes uh yeah. 12 months before the show comes back but mark how do you how do you feel a month and a half removed from uh euphoria season one no i feel like they accomplished everything that they wanted to do with this first season there's still many stories that need to be told with a lot of the characters and that may be where a lot of the uh interest is coming from from a lot of fans that watched the season finale of Euphoria and we're left with a a pretty well amount of question marks. Um, Thankfully, we have some things to go over as far as trying to uh, thread a lot of those needles and paint a lot of pictures before season two comes up in the next year. But I feel good about it. I haven't felt very well that it's been a month and a half of being without this story. And of course, actually to be discussed, but. Actually, to date, the day that we're recording this, it has been a month since the season ended. I'm sorry, not a month and a half. Feels that long, but it's actually been a month since the season ended. A full month. A full month. Full 30 days. Feels like way longer, right? <laughs> it, it feels if yeah, because the the way that the way that everything ended, the way that everything ended with season one. And now going into what we expect throughout the summer, of course, we've been keeping up on all the actors and the actresses that have been within Euphoria and what they've been doing in their downtime. It feels like it's been a way lot longer. Absolutely. And uh, right after the season finale ended, uh, The Hollywood Reporter actually did an interview with uh, Euphoria creator, uh, showrunner and writer and director um, Sam Levinson about a lot of the theories that uh, we talked about and that we were, you know, we were theorizing throughout the whole season. Um, and l- let me just say right now, I was right. I think we were both right. I think well, we were both right, like, from the jump. Uh, he does confirm that Rue is not dead. Uh, they they do ask him. They do ask him. They say, uh, you know, he says, I love people's interpretations uh, of it. Rue's not dead, if that's the question. <laughs> the, said, one of the worst, one of the worst theories that were going on throughout you i understood it i understood it but things just started getting a little bit wild once a lot of people started latching onto it and as the story progressed you kind of start seeing okay maybe this isn't some person that is just in the sky and knows a whole bunch of different stories about all of the characters that are within this high school um so thankfully sam levinson put that to rest yeah, I mean, clearly is is what we said from the beginning. I think we started floating that theory around in around episode five of Overly Medicated. Um, go back and watch that right now or listen to that right now. But I even said, mm-hmm. like, she's just an unreliable narrator. That's literally it. That's all she is. Like, she's unreliable. She'd be doing it. Yeah, she'd she just be high, bro. Uh, he, <laughs> he continues with, uh, he's, he says he loved, he, he read the theory about Rue being dead. But he says, you know, he thinks Rue has a big journey ahead of her and it's a tough one. It's not something I want to cut short because of who Rue means to me as someone who has battled with addiction and come out on the other side. And because I think there's a lot more to delve into and impact in terms of the effects of addiction on Rue and on her family and those around her. Uh, the possibilities are endless in many ways. Yeah, I was very happy with that. It's a really big story that's 
still can be painted from Rue, um, from everything that we have seen from her ups and her downs in season one. And uh, in my opinion, a very theatric ending to her eventually relapsing um, at the very end of the finale. Uh, Many, many different comments that were going on about how it ended, but I did feel like that it painted the picture of this being a theatric, very grand high for Rue as she relapses at the very end. Yeah, uh, really, you know, and of course, obviously, if you're watching the show, you know what happened in the finale. But for those that didn't, uh, Rue and Jules effectively break up. Uh, Jules runs away to God knows where and and Rue decides to stay behind. Uh, There is a and and again, you know, a month away, you know, a month removed from this. I really still like the uh, the big grand um, in, ending of the show, even though I wasn't a huge fan of the finale, I've been going back and watching the, the actual last three minutes a lot. I've, I've thought it's still one of the most impressive things I've seen all year. Yeah. Um, Zendaya Labyrinth, very, very good job with the very ending of it. Uh, but I do have, I, I do have a little bit of a complaint, a complaint that I, I know for a fact that you share with me. Yeah. Where the fuck is this soundtrack? You know, you know what's interesting to me, and I've been listening to shitty YouTube uh, rips of this. With the just, <laughs> they just loop the actual, you know, because you know the YouTube has the songs in the in a visualizer type thing, mm. uh, so people will loop them for like five minutes, and it's like it's just literally the repeating of the of the chorus every single time, like the the WWE theme songs when they put them on Apple Music. Yeah. Uh, so someone hit me up on Twitter and said that Labyrinth himself, um, and I, I can't remember seeing this. I don't remember seeing this. Not, you know, I've been on the interviews and you know listening to everything that's being said. Uh, I, I checked out his Genius uh, interview. I checked out a lot of things they've had about the soundtrack since the show ended. Uh, someone on Twitter hit me up and said Labyrinth himself said that he didn't make a full version and that they wouldn't be releasing anything or they, he didn't make them to, to be full versions. And I was like, I, I don't. I can remember, or I don't think that that's been said. And usually if, if HBO does release a score, which they've done with Westworld, they've done with Big Little Lies, they've done it with every single one of their shows, it's usually been around this time or two to three weeks after that it gets released. Mm-hmm. It's really it's really odd they haven't released this yet. Like, I'm not sure if it's sample clearances. I'm not sure if they're working out a contract with Labyrinth. I'm holding out hope that it will happen, but it's really weird that they haven't put the soundtrack out for this show yet. And this would by far be one of the most successful scores if they actually do move forward with doing that. Absolutely. I mean, look at the social attraction for Euphoria itself and the people that like look, go to Euphoria HBO at Euphoria HBO and Twitter. Look at their comments. They will be so many people asking for the soundtrack and merch. (laughs) It's like that. It's insane. Yeah, they've been asking about T-shirts. They've been asking about other different merchandise that they can end up doing. Uh, so hopefully that is so. I mean, I, I'm not really too pressed on the merchandise. I mean, I no. don't really want a rude jacket or I don't want a, a cat shirt, but I do want a damn score. Oh, imagine you wearing a cat shirt. <laughs> I don't even know what the quote would. I don't even know what the quote would be on that damn shirt. The cat. The shirt would be 16 seconds. <laughs> 16 seconds. It would just have the zero zero dot one six. Oh, or cat cat zero one like 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 Austin three sixteen does that yeah. what a cat what oh that <laughs> yo we're no nah, no nah, we're giving too many gems away nah nah yeah, we, can't, we can't we can't give we can't give yeah, 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 yeah we can't give up we can't give up. Nah, man, no. Um, also, in this Hollywood, Report, Hollywood Reporter interview with Sam Levinson, uh, they also mentioned something that we talked about as well on the show. Uh, they said that some characters like Lexi and Fezco didn't get a lot of backstory or they didn't get a lot of burn, which leads Sam to. And, and this is what I always felt as though uh, this was or what was going on with the show as well. But Sam does say, as far as Lexi, um, he said he's always had a very specific plan for her character. And in terms of Fezco, the same holds true. He has the same wishes that he thinks that that the audience has because he's just so enamored by Fezco. But he says his story didn't belong in season one. It belongs in season two. And it's something that he knew very early on. Very interesting quote, Mark. It's going to be something that's very. I know. I know for a fact that if they try to, you know, finesse a, a, a storyline like, like kind of how they do with McKay, but a, a storyline for Fesco and and possibly even the way that Ashtray had made his way into the, into this type of situation as well, it would have been a lot. Season one already had a rarely large amount of heavy stories, whether it's from Cassie, mm-hmm. Maddie, 
Rue. Um, we haven't seen too much on the perspective of Gia as being the little sister, watching her big sister do all these different things. Um, it's, it's, it's many different storylines that we got from season one. And even with all of that, there's still so many characters that still intertwine in the story that I feel like are going to be um, illustrated very well in season two. Fezco being the most important one um, in that. Yeah, uh, and and again, so interesting that he said that he knew the the roadmap here because again, that was the big conspiracy, so to speak, for season one was that you know they kind of wrote this as a one off, and I was like, there's no way <laughs> with the way that this show is set up that they're just doing a one off with this show. It ends on a cliffhanger, you know. I, I do absolutely think that Lexi um, and Fesco will have a larger part and larger emphasis on season two, especially Lexi in the absence of Jules. Mm-hmm. And like, who knows how long Jules is going to end up being out because of that. Season two might end up being something where uh, Rue moves forward with life uh, now that Jules is gone. And we see another, say, seven to eight episodes of Rue trying to move forward with that, maybe even doing more with with Lexi and, and being more involved with other people that are within the show. And then it could be a scenario where Jules pops up at the end of the finale. You never know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, again, I think that Sam has a he has a roadmap for this and. I'm willing to go along with it as long as it, you know, as long as it makes sense to the actual story uh, of of the show. And Fesco, it was clear that that wasn't that's not going to get wrapped up. Like he literally stole from the plug and went right back and sold the drugs and, and, and gave the money back. So, like, I'm, that's something that, you know, it leads another uh, story or an, an another like kind of wrinkle in the story where it's like, yo, Fesco's into some deep shit. How is he going to get out of it? Yeah, there were some theories that were like. Uh, oh, did Fisco get shot? Is it is it a wrap for him at the end? I'm like, oh, I I I I would like to believe that they wouldn't kill off Fesco after eight episodes. Yeah, it, it is. You know, don't don't do that. Come on, you, you can't do exactly. That. Don't, don't kill Fesco. Uh, yeah. So Sam Levinson does confirm that Rue is not dead. Uh, very glad to see that. Also, love to see Zendaya just kind of coming into her own. Like she, this is her show. Like I, I have to say, like in the last month, like. The Zendaya awareness with Spider-Man hitting a billion and Euphoria hitting its stride. Mm-hmm. Zendaya got to be one of the most unsung, kind of like one of the biggest stars or one of the most kind of like, I don't even know, like probably one of the MVPs of 2019, I got to say. Yeah, a very big summer for Zendaya. Uh, she had her success with Spider-Man Far From Home. She has done very, very well in Euphoria as well. There have been many, many people that are singing her praises as far as making sure that she is going to be uh, eligible for certain Emmys and things of that nature when it comes to Euphoria when it's wartime. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's been it's been very, very it's been a very, very successful uh, time for Zendaya. The reason that I'm stuttering so much is because I forgot that she broke my heart a couple weeks ago, but it's okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, you want to talk about that? No, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. You want to talk about it? No, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. She was out in another country with, um, with um, Jacob. It's okay. What, what, you sound like you were you're mumbling there. She was out in another uh, country. She was out in another country vacationing with co-star Jacob Lordy. Yeah, which is Jacob. It's a, it's a, it's a who plays Nate? Okay, I see. I see that you don't want to talk about it. Uh, we don't have to talk yeah, about. Yeah, it. I don't. I, I'd rather. I'd rather not. Let's talk about some euphoria possible potential scoops. Maybe we'll be getting the show. You know, season two shooting very soon. You and I kind of. Uh, we, we kind of theorized or predicted that, you know, the show has to start at a certain time before it can get to uh, or so it can premiere by at least June of next year. Um, a lot of people are speculating that the show will be shooting again uh, around October, November. If you look at a lot of the cast members, uh, even like uh, Sydney Sweeney's old uh, videos from the show or even uh, mm-hmm. Barbie Ferreira's old videos, you can see that they filmed the show about a year ago this time. Uh, you can see that they've all dated a lot of their posts from that time period when they were shooting the show, um, which would lead us to believe that they shot the show and they turned it around in about six months. I think that... Re- Honestly, they could probably do this again, and they probably have a less of a lead time. You'd probably be able to come out in late May, honestly, because I don't see as far as HBO Slate. I'm not sure like where they would have slotted the show at, but a lot of people are speculating that October, November might be the time when they start shooting season two. Do you think that it would be a scenario where they would need uh, less time to pull off a season two, or would they want to take more time? Just due to the fact that there were so many different things that came into um 
uh, the processing of season one. And then of course you had the, you had the re um, not necessarily scheduling, but the recasting of McKay and having to do that portion over. Do you think that because of that, they'll take some more time or do you think after the success of season one, maybe they'll need about the same or maybe even less time. Um, I, I think that's really interesting. Let's touch on that. Uh, one thing we did find out or we did learn and read up on is that uh, the casting of McKay was very different uh, and very last minute as far as uh, shooting goes. Um, LG Smith didn't actually join the show until way, way later, which I thought was uh, kind of confirmed by a lot of Sydney Sweeney's old posts where uh, she's shooting certain scenes with him way later <laughs> in, this, in the season than, than most cast yeah. did. I think for the most part, they shot the show in order, I want to say. But uh, I think that the, I, well, I guess, what was the point of the, of the last guy leaving? It was because of the dicks, right? It was all the dicks, right? Well, the, the quote from uh, the previous McKay, and I'll, and I'll grab his name in a second. The quote from the previous McKay is uh, from the, amount of shooting that he had of dealing with he didn't he didn't shoot the entire season of euphoria i think he only did maybe two maybe two three episodes yeah. um the content of it was something that he did not 100 percent agree with and because of that he dropped out so i don't i can't really think of many too many things from mckay's uh point of view that was very controversial especially in his writing for this season outside of that one scene mm-hmm so if there was anything that was very, very controversial, and maybe it was something that he just did not want to do, or maybe something that he did not agree with. Maybe he thought that there was a way that that could be portrayed a lot better. Yeah. Um, he dropped out of that because of that, and in came Algie Smith, who, of course, was very, very happy to do um, everything that came with being McKay, and he did pretty good with that. He did a good job, I got to say. Uh, I, I mean, again, there are a lot of things that I think I don't think that's going to happen again. Obviously, the, before the show came out, it was unproven that it was going to be a hit. So obviously, like that guy probably left the show and was like, you know what, I'm cool with it. And then the show blew up, and he was probably like, ah, fuck, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, exactly. But he saw I, how successful that was going to be on HBO and was like, oh shit, maybe I should have, uh, maybe I should have taken that. Out. But there are a lot of, I, I, I think just, there's just a lot of um, things that kind of play into why I think that this show could potentially be shooting a lot sooner. I know that we all follow the cast members on Instagram or at least a lot of them. I don't know if you've noticed a lot of them have stuck together all summer. They've been together all Mm -hmm. summer. Um, Mm -hmm. I think if you want to shoot a show like this with an ensemble cast where they, they're all technically in high school, quote unquote, and they all have that chemistry, you want to keep them together. If they were going to do a long lead time to another shoot, they would be all off doing their own things. I always see Hunter and Barbie together. I always see Sydney with the cast. I always will obviously Zendaya and Jacob are together. Uh, I think the biggest key here was Zendaya, what she has coming next. Her next movie is Dune that comes out in 2020 directed by Dennis Villeneuve. Uh, and that's about it for 2020 for her. She has nothing else coming up in that movie already. That's, that's already shot. It's in the can. There's no Spider-Man, no Spider-Man for her until I think the next Spider-Man should be 2021, the summer of 2021. So she wouldn't have to shoot that until realistically the summer that euphoria comes out. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, you have to have Zendaya in place. I don't see anything coming up for the rest of the cast members, which isn't a bad thing, obviously. But I would imagine the season two, they want to get the ball rolling so that if Zendaya is too busy that summer when they shoot, um, the next season, because, I mean, realistically, Spider-Man would take her about six months to shoot, at least. So mm-hmm. you probably, yeah, like you probably want to have it so that season three might come out 2023. They could probably take a year off and then have the rest of the cast do their own thing. I honestly think it's it's very possible that with the amount, like just the closeness of the cast and how they're, t- they're been positioned together, they might be doing it in October, September. I think with you know, either they'd have some like last minute casting of new characters. Obviously I think we're probably going to get a, a lot of new characters in the next season. Uh, but other than that, I think the original cast will stay the same. And uh, I mean, you already have storm Reed confirming on it, it, uh, entertainment weekly that she, she was going to be back and that uh, there were, she's excited to in the second season expand Gia's perspective and all the trauma mm-hmm. that she's going through. And that a lot of the questions that we're going to have, are going to be answered in season two, you know, straight up quote from her. So obviously again, goes into it. Like Sam, as he said with Fezco and Rue and Lexi, he has a plan for these characters in season two, which makes me think he has it written out or at least the broad strokes of what season two will be about. 
And just like you said, it's a really good thing that everybody has stayed in a very, very close friendship now that the season is done. We haven't heard anything of issues on set, um, issues with um, uh, casting and issues with anybody else. Um, so it's it's a really it's a really positive thing that there isn't that type of turmoil that is going to affect this show. Right, right, I, and I think it's it's dope. I, I think the cast is actually really like funny, and they they seem to really like each other. Um, you know, in their Instagram stories, they seemed close. Even like I don't know if you peeped the uh, the behind the scenes stuff that HBO has been releasing too. I haven't watched too much of the behind the scenes of the HBO. I know Sydney Sweeney had posted a lot uh, on her Instagram story of what they had went through for the past couple of months. Um, Barbie Ferrer did a little bit of it too, but not too much of what was officially released by HBO. But I know that's out on YouTube right now. Also interesting is to go back to the Algie Smith thing is with a lot of the behind the scenes stuff that they were doing. McKay is not present. And a lot of the Sydney stuff, which strictly it's strictly Sydney and, and Algae, it's just them two, which mm-hmm. leads me to think that this was so last minute that Sydney had to probably go back and shoot all these scenes with Algie herself. Because if you think about it, he's not in a lot of scenes with the other cast members either. No, we we always assume that okay, he's out in college, bullshit, and blah blah blah. blah. But the, the way that they wrote that off is actually ending up as a benefit because you don't really need McKay outside of those intimate moments with Cassie. Absolutely. Um, but again, I I'm thinking October. It'll take them what I'd say to like February, March. Flip it to June. Usually these TV shows can get cut a lot quicker than movies can. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd say I'm going to I'm going to put it out there. June 2020 is at least mid June 2020 is when we're going to have Euphoria back. And I think that we're going to see a longer uh, a longer wait between two and three, because I think that'll be the time when Zendaya is back on on schedule with her stuff. And the rest of the cast will likely be doing bigger and better things after that as well. And the name of that actor that was the previous McKay, Brian Astro Bradley. The one thing that I mentioned to you once I uh, learned about Brian Bradley, um, interesting that McKay was always set to be a black man as a character. That was yeah. something that I just thought was, it was a nice little tidbit. And I'm glad that they didn't recast. And, and that's one thing that, that is kind of like a, a really good testament to how and why this show has connected to so many people is that it's a multicultural cast. Like, not even a lot of HBO shows do that, you know, where they have cast members, even even having interracial relationships, um, whether they be gay, straight, trans, whatever they have. They're all fully on display in Euphoria. And I really appreciate that. Yeah. And, and, and the, the really positive thing about it that has worked out very well for Euphoria is just the fact that we haven't had any um writing that is is very questionable as far as race and gender things that kind of like put things out in uh a way that makes things a little bit awkward yeah for uh, certain characters like we didn't really get any of that with mckay uh didn't get any of that with jules really um there were certain instances where jules brings up the fact that you know she she can't uh do certain things like rue can just due to the fact that she is trans and things of that nature but that is really the extent of that you don't really get anything that becomes very questionable in that race and gender area so i think that was one thing that uh, a lot of fans did appreciate when it came with the uh, different types of cultures and different just types of life in general when it comes to that yeah, absolutely. I, I think that it's super dope that, that that I mean, even looking at the cast hang out with each other, it just seems as though it's just a, a really cool, uh, really cool little thing between those those people. Like I, I I like what Sam did. I like the cast that he kind of concocted around Zendaya here. And I can't mm-hmm. wait to see uh, what season two does. But before we get out of here on this bonus episode, uh, I saw a couple of days ago on Twitter, someone made a tier maker list of all the Euphoria characters and you can't do that without having us do it. You know, you can't do exactly. that. You can't, you can't do that without us doing it. Yeah. We, we, we were very, very, well, I, I would say, I'd say we were very blown away at the reception of the green award. Oh my God. <laughs> I did not expect, I did not expect things to catch on like that. So listen, my, my girl just hit me up the other day with uh she and she was talking to one of her co-workers and she and, you know the co-worker saying you know this this old lady you know she's being a little green today and she was <laughs> and she was like what did you, did you like what did you say she's like yeah green he was like yeah green like you know like the green award you know from the euphoria podcast <laughs> and i'm just like blown away or, or her, 
No, the, her 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 coworker said it. Oh, <laughs> I feel a little green today. The Green Award is taking it on its own life of its own. Like I got to give all the thanks to to Mark and more importantly the state of Florida for that. I did. I truly did not expect uh, things of that nature. I just have to thank. I just have to thank my upbringing, of course, the sunny <laughs> South Florida for all of that. But um, as far as as far as this list, yeah, you and I, our voices are. I'd say our voices are needed in these types of tiers uh, when it comes to all the characters of Easton High. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to rename this tier. This tier right here. So there's God tier which is at the top, great tier, good tier, meh tier, which we should probably rename, right? We should rename meh. I don't, I don't think, I don't like meh. I kind of like meh tier. You like meh? I like meh tier. And at the very bottom, <laughs> the green tier. The green tier? The green tier. <laughs> okay, before, we, before we even get to the tiers, can we discuss our critiques of the original tier? Yes, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't even have it. I don't have that over. Can I? Let me see if I can find that tweet. So, so unfortunately, unfortunately, we we may not be able to find the exact tweet. But imagine a tier. And oh, I found it. I found it. it. I found you it. Found it. Okay. Found so it. let's make the picture of we've all we we are all very aware of how tiers are ranked when it comes to S tier, God tiers, and of course your A's, your B's, and your C's, and things of that nature. Right. I believe when it came to your quote unquote God tier, when it came to the S tier. There, she or he, I, I can't, I don't, I don't even know who it was that was behind this account. There were at least half the show in God tier. <laughs> well, let, like, let me tell you what God tier, let me just bring it up to speed for people who, who that this person put in God tier. Rue in God tier. Gia. <laughs> Zero idea of how Gia is in God tier. Uh, Cassie, which arguable in God tier. Okay, uh, understood. Ethan in God tier. Uh, uh, Matt, no, Matt, Maddie in God tier. This is this is Stan Twitter. I think this is Stan Twitter. Because there's no there's no way in hell Maddie ends up being any form of God. <laughs> also, uh, and then Lexi. <laughs> the, the Lexi that had nine words in the entire season. You might as well put the 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 uh the door the the bus boy in the uh in the uh, the restaurant scene same table in fuck off yeah you might as well put him you might as well put ashtray god tier <laughs> so the great tier there was no one in great tier <laughs> nobody's great everybody's god uh good tier is fezco and cat which you already know i'm i'm not rocking i'm not banging with that unreal uh meh tier is mckay and ashtray uh, uh, McKay, okay, we'll shake we'll shake hands on McKay. Yeah. Ashtray, that is, that is that is not even fair. <laughs> and then the shit tier was you already know it, it's it's clear what, what shit tier is. It's Cal, Nate, and Jules, and uh, <laughs> just the whole family. Actually, you know what? How about we do how about we do meh tier to green tier. And then the green tier, we changed that to extra green tier. <laughs> I kind of like, I can't lie, I kind of like shit tier. Uh, we can't, we gotta, it's gotta be overly medicated. We gotta make okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. So let's do, let's do green tier. Now yeah. let's do, let's do, you know what we can do? Let's do boof tier and then, <laughs> and then green tier at the very bottom. Boof tier and then green tier. Got it. All right. Yeah. I've redone it to that. All right, let's let us let us begin. I'll start with uh, Cal in green tier. Green tier. I'll agree. Yes. I'll agree with green yes. tier. Green tier. One hundred percent. He's one hundred. He, throughout the whole show, I don't think he ever got a. Uh, he never got a, a redeemable moment in the show. I think every single Euphoria tier that there is should have Cal at the very bottom. If yeah. there's anybody that that has him in the high rankings, you you need to be evaluated. <laughs> All right, so McKay, Boof tier. Uh. Yes, yes. McKay moved here. Moved here. I, I just think that I, I think that McKay could have been in the green tier if they hadn't given him a story. I think you had to give him a story. If you didn't give McKay a story, I wouldn't have given a shit about him. And then, of course, the the yeah yeah the 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 the, the bad scenario that happens to McKay also has you with a little bit of sympathy. You're like, ah, oh, goddamn, I can't shit on one hundred percent. Okay, I kind of understand. Okay, right, exactly. I can't. I you know got to got to show him a little bit of love. Exactly. Uh, <clears throat> next up. Fezco. 
I, I, I'm, I'm between God and great. He was he was kind of green. He was kind of green for revealing uh, Rue's hand and <laughs> gave him the whole thing. Yeah, he's kind of green for that. I, I'm between God and, and great though. If there was like a between, he'd be there. But I, I don't know if I can fully give him God tier. He is one of the best friends you could ever have though. And he did rob the and he did rob the plug to save his life. So I mean, yeah. is, is is it green? If, if is it green if you're saving your life? Do you rob the plug to save your life? Is it green? He's, I don't think it's that. He's green it's to he's green for robbing that plug. <laughs> That's two green things he did in two episodes. If you rob your plugs plug to save your life, is it green? I feel like that's a good question. I feel like that's a good euphoria question. Well, Rue ain't robbing the plug. I don't know no, she even got the... Rue ain't robbing the plug. Got it. Do you see her shiver when, when Fez pulled the gun out? <laughs> knees were buckling. She ain't robbing nobody. Oh, shit. Uh, so where, where are we landed? I, I'm, whatever, where, actually, wherever you go, Mark, I'll, I'll go. As long as this... It makes- let's... Let's do Fez as let's do great. Let's do great. Great, great tier. Okay, Fez, great. I, you ruined it with the you know leave uh, Rue and her friends alone when Nate had no clue Rue was even after him. <laughs> Nate was like, "Hey, can I get some bubble gum and a, and a drink?" And Fez was like, "Hey, nigga, I don't know what the fuck you got going on." And they was like, "Whoa, whoa, <laughs> oh!" Like, then he said, "Remember, he said." Oh, are you and ruin a relationship? He said, no. Nah. He was like, bet. <laughs> like, come on, That's bro. That's all he needed. That's all he needed. Uh, like, I ain't telling you shit, man. <laughs> Next up, we got uh, Ice Tray. Or Ice Tray. Ice Tray. Ice Tray. Oh, it would have been so much harder if his name was Ice Tray. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see. We got God. We got Great. We got Good. good. We got Booth. We got Green, right? I, I, would, give, I would give him a good tier, man. I'll give him good. I'll give him good. That's that's pretty easy for me. Good tier. I'll give him good. He didn't do any, he didn't do anything bad. He knows his cryptocurrency. I, I still he say everything. I still say the funniest shit he did in this, which you will not notice until you actually have your closed captioning on, is when he when he calls a uh, cat a, a dumbass. <laughs> for not asking questions. <laughs> he's like he's like fucking dumbass. <laughs> I swear that you cannot catch that unless you have your closed captioning on. Uh, next up, Gia. Um, I think because because she was kind of green. She was kind of green, Mark. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. I don't know if I put it as I don't know if I put it as Boof because she was kind of hanging out with the twins, smoking weed, and this and that. After she already saw Ruo D, that's so it's kind of like I know the interest is there. It's still kind of green, but we didn't really get too much. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do good. I'm going to do good. I'm not going to do Boof. I think G has seen so so much in her life that I can't fully, you know, what I'm saying I can't kill her like that, you know. Exactly. We can't we can't do booth tier. We can't do we can't do green tier. Let's do let's do uh let's just do uh let's good. do good. Good. Next up, uh no, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this for last. I'm gonna move, I'm gonna move this person over. Ethan. He's a booth. good he booth? Booth tier. Booth? I was thinking great. Great. Yeah. Well, you know what? He didn't even do nothing. Like he, he stayed down and when it came time to it, he clapped cheeks. He didn't even clap cheeks. He ain't pussy and went home after they after the in the last episode when she apologized, bro. Oh, that wasn't guaranteed. He could have went home. They could have. He, he said up. straight up. He said straight up, man. I don't even know if we're gonna be together, but at least you know what I mean. Like, what's up with it? That ain't get him nothing. That ain't get him nothing. That got him a pat on the back. He said, "What's up with it, little bit? What's up with it, little bit?" Ethan, Ethan ain't getting nothing after that. You know what? We'll meet. We'll meet, we'll meet in the middle. We'll meet in the middle and do good. We'll meet in the middle and okay. do good. Okay, good tier for Ethan. Good tier for Ethan. Uh, no, I'll save this person for for last. Uh, Lexi, I. <laughs> you could. The reason that I'm the reason that I'm stuttering is because I want to give Lexi great, but if I go through the logic that I had with with damn uh, Gia and Ethan, it's like damn, we should be great too. We learn shit from Lexi, but Lexi's boof. Lexi's boof. <laughs> She's boof. <laughs> she had one moment. She was in her phone the whole show. <laughs> Come on, she she opened the show pissing for Rue. That already already off the bat saving Rue's life. If if Lexi didn't piss in the bag, there'd be no. If Lexi didn't piss in the cup, there'd be no, no euphoria. 
Guaranteed. No, we're not going. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. We are not doing that, bro. We would have failed the test. We would have been like, all right, nigga. All right, mom, I failed the test. Fuck you gonna do. Actually, you know what? Now that I think about that, her mom would have done shit. So maybe there would have still been euphoria. There would have still definitely been euphoria. I think Lexi had one moment during the the Detective Rue segment or the Detective Bennett segment. Mm-hmm. And it, most of it was, damn, Rue likes jewels? That's crazy. It went to a phone. <laughs> And there was the there was the um there was the uh the carnival where she started realizing certain things and jumped right in her phone. We didn't really get anything out of that. Uh, you know what? I'm willing to go. I'm willing to go good for her. I'm willing to go good for her. All right, I'll go good for Lexi. Just the, that's the meet in the middle choice between right. great between great and boof. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's look at what we got right now. We got Fesco and great. Good tier is Ashtray, Gia, uh, Ethan, and uh, Lexi. Boof tier is McKay. <laughs> and and green tier is is Cal all by itself right now. Don't trust me, Cal, Cal's gonna get a Cal's gonna have a really comfortable company yeah. in, in a moment. Uh next up, Cassie. Let me tell you this, man. I might be a little bit uh biased. biased? <laughs> <laughs> Done. I would say uh, I would say God's here, bro. You know what? All right, yeah, I know. And 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 the show. Can we clip this? Can we, can we clip this? I'm willing to say what? What? Willing to say God? What did Cassie do to receive God's here? Hey, she she held her man down. She held the family down. Her Instagram, even, right? McKay didn't even deserve that whole. Actually, you know what? McKay didn't deserve that whole down. So I'm like, damn, is she God's here? She got here. She was the most down person on the show. She was down for everybody. I'm willing. And, to, I'm willing to put Cassie on God's here, and she got ice skate. The, the, yep, and the 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 very dramatic. Well, not dramatic in a in a, in a bad way, but a very very touching uh, season finale for Cassie in her scene with the ice skating, and of course what had happened to her and her decision. Damn, she might be God here. I'd say Cassie's God here. One of the strongest stories of the season. Uh, when it came to her origin story and her father and what had happened with her father and him but, coming back wait, and getting listen. his PS1 back. So, she, damn, was, she was never green. She was never green. Never green. Okay, hold She was on. never green. When never was Cassie green? When was Let's Cassie think about green? it. Let's she was think ne- about like, it. Mark, she was never in the Green Awards, ever. Damn. She was, never, she was no, ne- even Rue was in the Green Awards before Cassie was never in the Green Awards. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? That might that might be fact. The only thing that I can think of that was green, um, the only thing that I can think of that was green was the house party when she was still kind of on the fence about McKay, and she it looked like she was about to move forward with Daniel, but she was like, "Nah, I'm good." I don't think we greened her though. But we everything that she ever did, unlike a lot of people in this in this show, there were reasons behind it, and I think for the most part we agree with her on a lot of it. Yeah, we didn't. I don't, I don't think I don't. I can't remember us saying she was green that week because Daniel barred her up so crazy, and she really didn't deserve that shit. I think we might have taken the green away. Honestly, I, I, I don't think I've ever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever put her. I don't think we ever put her in the green awards. You for sure haven't. Like Nate was consistent every single episode. Every, Nate and McKay were guaranteed like top three green every episode. But Cassie, I'm trying to think. The only other thing that I could think of was her at the table when Kat and Maddie were fighting. But she didn't say shit. She just kind of sat back and was like, "Oh sure, dude." It's, it's, in fact, it's, it stopped being about her. Exactly. Because they, they, they started fighting and Lexi kind of fell back. Cassie was like, okay, this is kind of outside of what the fuck we were talking about. Nigga, what the hell y'all doing? And then Kat walked off crying. I say God's here for, for Cassie, bro. You know what? I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Let's do God's here. God's here for Cassie. Shout out, shout out, Sydney Sweeney. Uh, next up, <laughs> uh, Jules. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Jules. Jules, Jules. I did so much praising Mm -hmm. of my nigga Jules. Talk about it. Throughout seven episodes, maybe six and a half episodes. And then things just fell off a fucking cliff. I was like, damn, she's running games. She's pulling Rue with ease. (laughs) She's about to throw hands with Nate, bare fist. (laughs) Bare fist. Like, damn, she fucking, she, she made Cal piss his pants. Epic moment. She was she green for that too, at, the, at the lake, but she was green for that too, though. She was green for the for the carnival shit too. <laughs> was she green? Was she green? <laughs> why would she show? Why would she do that? 
Because Rue was like, Rue was like, no, nah, you ain't fuck him. Come on. And she was like, I ain't fuck him. Watch this. <laughs> Made him drop the chili. Damn, yeah, man, I had it, I had it so good for Jules until the finale where things just flew off a cliff. She was t- well. Here's the thing: I'm willing to blame I'm willing to blame the writing and Levinson and his team not wanting to give away this story too quick for the way that they wrote her. I'm willing to give the benefit of the doubt and not put her in green because I don't think it was the character. I think it was the writing because if you remember, she was acting like weird out of nowhere. Like the way she was acting wasn't about a person that was like felt uh, a large amount of burden of taking on Rue's problems. It was of a person that just never gave a fuck about her from the beginning. And I was like, I just never I never bought that. Yeah, we had the we had the very, very uh, crazy scene with Nate where she's kind of like going through all of the different types of things that she's seeing as she's on those drugs out in the club. And then she ends up sleeping with Anna. But after that, everything that comes from Jules is either cap or it's just yep. like, what the fuck are you talking about? And yep. it, it confuses you so much at the end of the finale that you're just like, what the hell just happened? Did I just watch seven, almost seven and a half episodes for things to end with Jules the way that they did? It was, it was, it's pretty bad. I have to say they, they dropped the complete ball with her uh, toward the end, but I'm not willing to give her a green, the green tier. I'm willing to give her booth tier. <laughs> <laughs> Since he joins McKay as Boof. Yeah, Boof. Complete Boof. She did some McKay McKay shit. She did. You see, Loki did some Nate shit too, but not not, not to that extremity. Not to that extremity. We've had conversations of her being uh, a little bit too close to Nate than we'd like to admit. But if we're saving her from green, if we're saving her from green, let's do Boof. All right, Boof. We're Boofing Jules. We're Boofing her. All right. Boom. All right, I'm down with that. Next up, Maddie. She's not God tier. That's for one. Stan Twitter, if you have her at God or great, please reevaluate. <laughs> reevaluate your lives. Just, just, <laughs> just reevaluate. I, I, there's, there's, even, even, even through Maddie's origin story, where, where you kind of see that certain things come up with her parents, and okay, that's kind of understandable. She's still it's a lie. She thinks the way she is. She's still green. No excuse. She's still 100% no excuse. Uh, All the issues that have happened, literally, everything that has happened from the pilot comes from her fucking in the pool. Yeah. Everything in the show, if she doesn't try to make Nate jealous, Nate doesn't tap into his inner psychopath and do all the shit that he does. He doesn't start turning into Kane, and then Jules doesn't grab the knife, and then with that, Rue doesn't see... Everything does not happen if Matt isn't fucking in the pool. You know, can we add another... Can we add another... Another tier? A, a bottom tier or a bottom tier? Or it's tier? Got, we got to make an extra green tier for her. <laughs> the, uh, the, the I ain't never ever tier? I ain't never ever. I ain't never ever tier. You know what? I'm just going to stick Maddie on, on green. I'll put her above. Actually, within this tier, I'll put her above Cal. Actually, no. He's yeah. Cal fucks kids. Cal fucks kids. So he's at the top. He's never going to move. I think on the booth tier, I'll put Jules behind McKay. On the good tier, I'll put Ethan above Ashtray. Angia. Uh, Angia. Cat next. So it'll go Ethan, uh, Lexi, Trey, and Gia. Mm. There you go. Those are the tiers right there. Next up, Nate. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Autom- it, don't, it, it, it's offensive to even ask us this question of where he Auto, belongs. Auto green. Auto green. I'll put him above Cal. Auto green. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Rue. She was teetering a lot during the season between <laughs> between no Rue was on every single tier this season. <laughs> Friendship tier, green tier, um, good tier, and she was coming back. She was boo for a while. She was boof, yep. She was boo. She was green when she cussed out. Um, when she cussed out Fez and was banging on his door. Um, you know what? I think Zendaya deserves it. I'm going to say God tier. I'm going to say God tier as well. I, I think even beyond, even just looking beyond the character, I think Rue was a real character. And I think that, again, we said the same with Cassie. Everything, every single thing she did had a reason behind it, uh, whether we liked it or not. Uh, and I think, you know, a lot of what she was doing was, you know, realizing that she was depending on Jules and then realizing that Jules could leave. And then that, that's what made her slip. I think there's a lot that's still to come with her, but I think 
as far as Rue, I'll go ahead and give her God tier below Cassie, though. She's close. She's teetering. Below Cassie? She's teetering. Below Cassie? She was she was at she was in the she was in the you know, she was on vacation with Nate Mark. Come on. understandable. Understandable. (laughs) But that I don't know if I'm oh now bad memories have progressed. I don't want that to affect (laughs) I don't want that to affect the quality acting. Okay, okay, okay. I'll put I'll put I'll put Rue above Cassie. They're on God's here. Okay. And last but not least, I, I I figured it's only right to end. I know we're about to meet in the middle with this. <laughs> to end with the person that made us argue so many times on this show, Cat or the Barbie Ferreira, the legend. The le- wow, the legend. The okay. legend, Barbie I, Ferreira. I think again, as with Rue, Cat uh, has been a little bit of somewhere, everywhere on this on this tier list throughout the six episodes. Uh, where do you think she lands here? The thing is, the thing with Kat is like she was green, but it was kind of like fade green. She was like, all no, right, oh my God. all right, Mark. <laughs> it, it was like fade green, like 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 we we know for a fact you're not you're not about what you be talking about. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, like, like Boosie song you about what you be talking about. I've never heard of fake green in my life. It was like it was like it was like it was green. It was green, but it was like, do you believe it? Cat, do you believe it? Cat is boof. Cat <laughs> is boof. Yeah, she's boof too. <laughs> We need we need we need reason we need reasoning for why Cat is boof. Cat was good. I'm I'm all for her being empowered, but her empowerment led her down a life in a, in a path that was like it ceased to be empowerment. It was literally selfish. She became selfish. Well, I I feel uncomfortable putting her in the tier that has Ethan and Gia in it because that's just not happening. I wouldn't necessarily. Would I say that she is great? Like Fez, great. Uh... She was a good friend. She was a good friend. From time to time, not to eat until them. until certain situations uh, yeah. changed that. Yeah, and those things happen. It's not God tier. I don't think she deserves to be in the tier of do the fucks kids. So you know what? Is it boof? Is it boof? Or I don't think she ended even, the thing. Here's my thing. I don't think she ended the season boof. I think she was boof for throughout the season. Well, the the, the face the face turn at the end was just like ah. I didn't like it's, the it's face. It's like turn. a last minute face yeah, turn. Yeah, I didn't like the face turn. It was like a la- it was like a last minute face turn. You didn't really get too much of it. So uh, literally, like ninety five percent of what we have to judge Cat for is her being well, not not necessarily being green, but just like putting the, putting She's a lot of different things behind being behind her own. What would it be? I don't think the term would be the, the show. The show spent a lot of time on her though, which which is like. If I was to say she was boof, that would be very mean because like her and Jules had a lot of <laughs> screen time. Yeah. The season. But I don't think that her turn was a Jules-esque turn. I think that Jules' turn was way more sharp and like defined and like what the fuck than Kat's was. I'm willing to say Kat is good behind Ethan and before Lexi. Behind Ethan, before Lexi. So Lexi, <laughs> Lexi clearly runs the good tier. Well, Ethan runs it. He's Ethan's the number one good. Oh, okay. So Ethan's our number one good. Yeah. Lexi second. Yeah. Cat third. No, I was willing to put Cat second. Oh, Cat second. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, it's 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 either that or great. I mean, what's your argument for great? I think that there was a really good story that could be told, and a lot of different type of. Not necessarily imagery, but a lot of relation uh, 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 relating that could come from Cat's story. Maybe not as extensive as Rung and Campsite on Pornhub, but uh, <laughs> women's empowerment. I feel like a lot of different things were learned from Cat and her sexual encounters, uh, whether positive or negative. And, and that happened literally from the pilot going into the very end where she decides, OK, this shit is not me. Let me turn face. You know what? 16 seconds and the fact that we waited a whole week to figure out if she was getting rawed out by this weird dude at a carnival. And f- was that not one of the best moments of the season? Yeah, that, I think those two, I think just 16 seconds was one of the greatest moments of the season. And us being like, man, I hope that I hope this not leading down the road that we think is going to lead down. <laughs> <laughs> she walked into school with a DMX blasting. Who else? Who else but Cat? <laughs> Who but? Who but Cat was playing DMX this season? Uh, 
I'll put Cat at great. I'll put her at a at a uh, what's the what's the word where it's like oh a conditional great. She's a conditional great. An appendix on the great. <laughs> yeah, she's a conditional great tier. Okay, I'm feeling good today. Behind Fezco though. See, so uh, completely understood. Completely understood behind Fez. I think we got the fairest list. Hold on, we got we got God tier, Rue and Cassie. Uh, great tier, Fezco and Cat. Good tier, Ethan, Lexi, Trey, Gia, Booth tier, uh, McKay, and Jules. <laughs> Green tier, easy. Green is easy. Uh, Nate, Cal, and Maddie. Yeah, we didn't spend any time on green tier. Nate, that's just automatic. Nate somehow managed to outdo a man who fucks kids. So there you go. That's how they got a concussion is. for it at the very, very end. Yeah, there, there it is. There you go, right there. That is our Euphoria rankings. We will share this list. We implore all of you guys to give us your own list. Let's argue about this uh, all week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but once again, it is the end for now of Overly Medicated until uh, some news comes out. I, I think yeah. I think we can revive it once we get more solid news. But I think for what we have as far as a, a month recap of what's going on in the world of Euphoria – this was, you know, pretty, pretty damn good. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And I just want to say thank you for all of the support. Thank you for saying that people are green. Uh, thank you for, you know, spreading the lingo and spreading the show and, and, and really connecting with it. We really enjoyed doing the show. I, I couldn't wait to do this. I'm sorry that it took so long, but it just so happens that the timing was perfect. We waited exactly a month <laughs> to do the mm-hmm. recap show. So. And with that came a lot of different things from Sam Levinson, a lot of different things from the actors and actresses of Euphoria and everything that came out with HBO's behind the scenes. So as the wait continued forward, so did a lot of good information. So as more things come out with um, season two of Euphoria, of course, you will hear more of J5's voice as well as myself as Overly Medicated continues into season two throughout 2020. And of course, when it is awards time, hopefully we will be able to celebrate with the Euphoria cast um, as that happens. And maybe they'll be able to pull something off. Absolutely. We should be getting a lot of the nominees very, very soon. So, um, of course, we'll keep you guys updated. We love doing the show. Any reason to have us come back and talk about this show? We will, we will be much, here. 100% yeah, we'll, be here. We'll, we'll pretty much take it. So, uh, you know, as always, follow us at RNC Radio Live uh, on Twitter. You can call, follow us at RNC Radio on – is it RNC Radio Live on Instagram? Uh, it should just be regular RNC. It should be at RNC Radio on Instagram if you'd you like to see – everything for our posts uh sometimes we put things for the story and things of that nature we'd love to do a lot more with that but as our fall content comes in maybe you'll see some more of us oh, absolutely so it's going to be a pretty uh, i don't want to spoil anything that's going to happen this week so make sure you check out rnc radio live on twitter check us out at rnc radio on instagram follow me at og johnny five on twitter and mark at my man m-c-e-m-c-e-e on twitter mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll see you guys on the other side. Until next time, peace. Later, y'all.